0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here
1: on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft on location in Bis- uh, I almost said Bismarck, Mandan, North Dakota, at Prairie West Golf Course, where the Diocese of Bismarck is doing a seminary and fundraiser golf scramble. Uh, to support one of the many ways the Diocese of Bismarck supports uh, the funds for the seminarians. Uh, We we often hear of one of the challenges uh, for the seminarians, uh, though it's not always a primary challenge for them, but when they're discerning uh, priesthood and religious, uh, do they have the funds? Uh, And so... uh, this is one of those ways, and many of the dioceses in our area and our network makes that effort to make that effort to, when they're raising funds, uh, golf scrambles, and it's a great opportunity of fraternity amongst the priests. We were just with Father Josh Waltz uh, and Father Jordan Dosh, and earlier they were talking about the importance of fraternity and those opportunities for them. Uh, and this provides that. This provides an opportunity for the men, for the priests, the seminarians, and not just amongst the priests, but that for those relationships to develop for the priests with the seminarians, which is another key exchange. The relationships uh, and the familiarity Um uh, such an important process for the discernment process of these men, you know, fraternity, fellowship, authentic uh, fellowship. Well, enough of me. Yes, Mike, and we're joined with two gentlemen in front of us, yeah. Michael Beekler and Jason Dressler. Uh, Mike, what can we say about these guys? Yes, the, well, here, two two outstanding uh, two outstanding young men,
2: heavy on the young, and uh, <laughs> so we have Michael and Jason with us, uh, two uh, of the uh, uh, key committee members that have brought this uh, this uh, uh, tournament together, and. Uh, uh, well, well. first of all, Michael, uh, we'll start with you, Michael Bichler,
3: Uh Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the tournament. Uh, my name is Mike Bichler. Um I used to be a golf coach back in the day for Bismarck High School. Uh, some of my friends decided they wanted to do a golf tournament, and because of my experience with running golf tournaments in the past, uh-huh. they thought I'd be a good fit. So I get a call from Jason and Father Waltz and Tad and, Uh, Tad Brecken and and, uh, Ryan Wilson, and they said, hey, we are trying to raise some money for the seminarians and trying to get a golf tournament going. Would you be interested in helping us run the tournament? I said, well, of course, I'd love to do that. So that's kind of how it all got started seven years ago. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for your service. And
2: uh, uh, Jason, uh, tell us a little bit uh, uh, about yourself and uh, how you got involved.
4: Well, uh, my name is Jason Dressler and once again, seven years ago, uh, Father Waltz and I, we were sitting there talking and um, just discussing what we could do to help raise uh, the seminarians, um, excuse me, uh, raise money for the seminarians and awareness and be able to get them out in the public eye a little bit. Um, so uh, we started kicking around the idea of a, a golf tournament and they said since I had a, a history or in sales and, and marketing and setting up special events and everything. They're like, well, you're, you're going to have to be a part of this. And I'm like, okay. So uh, we did. We we got Mike on board. And it, it's just a great way, like we said, for, for these young men to get out in front of a, a, a larger group of people so people can understand that what these young men are going through and just that they're... They're average people. They have the same struggles we do. Um, they're young men. Uh, we we just want to get let them know that they're human beings also, uh-huh. and and um, get to know them a little bit on a personal level, away from just seeing them up in front when they become a priest and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just a great opportunity for everybody to get out, uh, enjoy the nice weather. We looks like we're going to have a beautiful day, not too hot this year, and. Uh, have some fun, slap her on the golf ball a little bit, and laugh quite a <laughs> bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you, you looked at me when you said laugh a little bit, because uh, I, I golf. Uh, this is my second time golfing in 12 years, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's, it's always a lot of fun. And uh, Gentlemen, uh, Mike and Jason here, uh, we're visiting. If you're just joining us, we're broadcasting live from the prairie west golf course in mandan north dakota it's a beautiful beautiful day ladies and gentlemen and uh... we are here because of the seminarians in the diocese of bismarck north dakota and we're raising funds for them and i'm we're we're visiting with uh... jason and mike uh... two key members of the committee and so you, have both
3: of you been on this uh... for about six years and seventh seventh year Seventh year we've we've started it and uh one of the things is once you're on the committee I don't think you ever get off the committee. <laughs> and so we've we've all been doing this. I've been trying.
1: Listen, <laughs> listening, listening to Jason earlier. It's like you have to do this. He wasn't really given the option. They didn't ask him. We, we like to say we were voluntold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay. Uh
2: yes, we're we're gonna be joined here with uh, Father Nick Vetter, uh recently ordained in uh, uh in the diocese of Bismarck, uh, just a couple weeks ago. But before we we dismiss Jason and Mike, I I I'm just picturing your
3: experience here for seven years. You've met a lot of seminarians. It's been wonderful. It's been oh, a great gift.
2: What a joy! What
3: a it blessing has. that is. And then when we and, get to when we get to the ordinations, it's just beautiful to you know we've gotten to know those young men and kind of seen them on their journey from start to finish. Whether they're they're new to the seminary or they're in a uh, major seminary. It just, it's, it's a, for us, it's been a blessing uh, just to get to know these wonderful young men and, and their uh, you know, yes to Jesus and, and
1: their service to the church. Mm. In, in the encounters that you've had with the seminarians, you guys, how real is that issue for them? Is it a part of their discernment that, well, I can't afford it? Because you know, we're here doing a fundraiser for them. Do you run into that? Do you run into that kind of interaction with them that, that's a question for them? Uh, Or, if not even from that perspective, from your involvement in this fundraiser, how have you seen it? Uh, impact the seminarians uh, as you've gotten to know them over the I years. I think it's just
3: been gratitude um, that they've had. I don't think it's been anything specific just the gratitude that they have uh, that we mm. put on this, this tournament and uh, we, we are able to raise some funds just through the generosity of of our whole sponsors and, and everybody who's playing. So I think it's more generosity. What do you think, Jason? Yeah,
4: I, I, w- I would think so. Um, and it's just a reflection on how wonderful of a, a job our vocation to vocation directors have done for us. Um, Starting with Monsignor Richter and then the Father Josh Waltz and now with Father Dosh. We look at the Bismarck Diocese and we were just discussing this on Friday night um, In why are some of the other dioceses throughout the country struggling so bad? And that when it comes to the money issue, that's a real issue because some of them said you have too much debt to take on. You might yeah. you, you might want to mm. go on to a, a, a different diocese for this. Mm. We're very fortunate in Bismarck that we're able to with the Bismarck diocese that we're able to do things like this and, and help these guys out in any way financially that we can, and then just help them to become more comfortable
1: around meeting new people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's excellent. Michael and Jason, thank you so much uh, for jumping on with us. Because did, did we have Father Nick with uh, us? Uh, Father
2: Nick is on the line now. Uh, but uh, before we go, uh, I, I just want to say thank you, uh, Jason Dressler, Michael Beekler, for for your strong faith, uh, for all the good that you're doing for our seminarians. Thank you for saying yes to this call to serve. And, and you know... Uh, a 37 team uh, golf scramble just doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot of detail and a lot of work. So, thank you very much for for what you do. It's our pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being here today. Indeed. Yeah, our All right. Pleasure. Our pleasure. So, uh, uh, Jason Dressler and Michael Beekler, two committee members for the uh, Seminarian Golf Tournament here in Mandan, North Dakota, at the Prairie West Golf. Course, it's a beautiful day, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe we have our newly one of the four newly ordained priests from the Diocese of Bismarck on the line. Good morning, Father Nick Vetter. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, it's our (laughs) pleasure. Thank you for uh, carving out some time, Father Nick. Uh, uh, Are you going to be golfing today? I will not be able to be golfing. I'm actually. on a little vacation out here
0: in the beautiful oh. city of Helena, Montana, with my uncle.
2: Oh, oh yes, yes excellent. indeed, yes indeed. Well, be sure to say hello to Bishop Austin Vetter for us, uh, 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 Father Nick, and uh, and first of all, first of all, congratulations on uh, your ordination just two weeks ago, and uh, and. Uh, gee what a beautiful beautiful I was uh, fortunate enough to attend the ordinate, ordination and geez thank you very much for answering the call to become a priest of Jesus Christ
0: thank you it was it was uh, such a beautiful event uh, as some of the priests said there uh, they've never heard the cathedral so full and it was uh, it was just amazing to see all the faithful out there uh, and the tremendous support that I've had throughout my seminary, uh, experience, and now into the future. That the people of God are so good to the priests. Um, and now it's, it's also our responsibility to use that well to support them
1: as well. Mm-hmm. Father Vedder, Mark Holcraft here. Um, you're, you're in many people refer to Helen as God's country. It is beautiful out there. I, I have yeah. a sister who actually <laughs> lives out there. Uh, what, what question I had for you? you know, we just had actually Father Jordan Dosh and Father Josh Waltz with us. And one of the things I think is so important for anybody, uh, but in this case, our listeners, just to hear some of their story. Uh, would you mind sharing just some, some of your vocation story with us, and you just ordained uh, barely two weeks ago? And a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun calling you baby priest, but um, yeah. I have a hard time calling a priest a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But could you tell us some of the story? Of, what, what did the Lord do? Like, what led you in saying uh, saying yes to Jesus in that way?
0: Yeah, so a big part of my story obviously begins with my three uncles who are priests, uh, Bishop Austin Vetter, now Bishop of Helena, Montana, uh, Monsignor Thomas Richter, Father David Richter, all priests of Bismarck, I knew so growing up to be able to see them as priests, to see them as normal guys around the family. And so obviously they're in North Dakota, but I grew up originally in Torrington, Wyoming, all the way south, uh, north of Cheyenne, right by Nebraska, little farm community. Um, and so I graduated high school from there, and I went through all my schooling. I'm a public school boy from down there. And so, and so during that... Um, we go up for two weeks every Christmas and for two months every summer up to North Dakota. And what I experienced was uh, the great gift of faith that was so vibrant in uh, in Bismarck, um, and to be able to experience that in life in my own faith. And so that was a major part of it. It was going back with my family, going back with my cousins to see them uh, in a very Catholic. Uh, culture. And so a big part of that was my, my cousins who went to St. Mary's Central High School where I'll be chaplain and uh, to see what they were given uh, and how it, the great opportunities to encounter priests and God was so important for me. So that was a big part of why I joined the Bismarck. And so after my senior year, I wasn't sure I talked to my uncle, who's just done his vocation director senior Thomas Richter, uh, and he said, yeah, I think you're ready to go. But I wanted to wait, and so I went to another semester. Uh, of, I went to a semester of college at Eastern Wyoming College in Torrington. And it was before Thanksgiving uh, when God made it clear my own desire. I knew I had to go. I knew I had to try it out. And uh, it simply came down to me, and it still does in many ways, this is how God wants to fulfill my life. This is how he wants to make me happy, it, uh to be a priest. And so I joined right before Thanksgiving, and I started at a St. John Paul II Seminary in Washington, D.C. I arrived January 5th, 2014, so seven and a half years ago. I started my seminary journey, and uh, I had three and a half years in D.C., for philosophy four years in Rome at the North American College which uh, was a, a tremendous experience, a great gift be able to spend two years with my brother who's also a seminarian, even Better uh, and all my good friends from the, the seminarians of the Bismarck Diocese and so what's become clear to me as I said at some of the events during the ordination uh, events was the people of God Really, were uh, is what where my vocation came from. It's not only their support, their generosity, and their prayers, which are so critical, so important for my vocation, and uh, I think every priest, every seminarian's uh, perseverance. But in fact, the, the people of God are the very reason why I wanted to join seminary. That there um, to be a priest. And it's only clarified over the last seven and a half years that desire to live for the people of God, to give my life in whatever way I can, to be uh, yeah. their support, yeah. their mm-hmm. sacramental uh, gift, to try to bring the sacraments to the people, to be present to them, uh, as Jesus would be.
2: Indeed. Uh, so, uh Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Father Vetter, I just uh, want to do a quick reset here. If you're just joining us, uh, folks, we're uh, broadcasting live uh, on Real Presence Live from the uh, Prairie West Golf Course in Mandan, North Dakota, in the Diocese of Bismarck. This is a benefit for the seminarians, and uh, we're on the line with uh, the newly ordained, from, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Father Nick Vetter, who is out in Helena, Montana right now, uh, visiting his uh, uncle, Bishop Austin Vetter, and uh, so Nick, uh, Father Nick, you are uh, uh, heading back here. I know this weekend you will be uh, making an appearance and uh, the celebrant of the masses uh, where you helped out as a as a deacon at Saint Wenceslaus Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. You'll be there this weekend. Is that accurate?
0: Yes, I'm extremely excited to get back to uh, Saint Wenceslaus. is
2: great. I was there
0: five months. That was my, as we said, my COVID parish. So up yeah. for, <laughs> for the I'm not sure if that's <laughs> sad or happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, the people of God there were so good to me. Uh, and I love St. Wentz. And so I'm coming back in gratitude to give back a little bit uh, of what uh, I've been given.
2: Yeah, God bless you, Father Nick. uh, uh uh, St. Wenceslaus, of course, is my parish. I We got to know uh, uh, at the time Deacon Nick, Nick uh, Vetter and now Father Nick Vetter. And he's uh, coming back to Dickinson, North Dakota this weekend. And uh, we uh, can't wait to see you, uh, Father Nick. And uh, so uh, I, I keep thinking, uh, I hope that uh, your mom and dad are listening, two of the best people you're ever going to meet. And uh, uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, you know, their role in uh, encouraging you to uh, continue to, do, you know, uh, grow strong in your faith, and uh, how that influenced you or was instrumental in you uh, choosing and continuing with the uh, priesthood.
0: Yeah, so my parents, Marianne and Leland Better, both from uh, my dad from Lincoln, my mom from Minokin. Uh, we always went to Sunday Mass. We were always uh, part of the church, part of the Knights of Columbus. And they, my dad always would say, growing up, it's pretty simple. If you don't want a Catholic priest in the family, and that's to talk bad about your priest. And my dad, my parents never spoke badly about a priest, our parish priest. And, uh, and that was a big witness to me, their love uh, for the priesthood. Uh, and how they honored uh, priests came from their real faith, their faith, and then that in fact the priest uh, is ordained, that he is participating in Jesus Christ priesthood. And so they were. Uh, I have nine siblings, uh, and so a strong family life. Their love for the family, but also their love uh, for priests was a great uh, encouragement for me, and they've always been encouraged. Uh, encouraging to me throughout my whole
1: time of seminary. Um, and so,
0: yeah, their faith and their encouragement is, was so necessary.
1: Well, Father, you're, you're speaking to me on that one in regards to if you want a priest in your family, then don't speak poor of your priest. Um, that's a profound lesson for me. I, I really appreciate you you saying that. That's a mic drop right there. And I think mm-hmm. not just for me, but for many, for many mm-hmm. of the faithful. So, so thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Father, take us back. Take us back to your ordination. You know, this is, what, ten days ago. Uh, please yeah. take us back to your ordination and the first Mass that you celebrated. Um, I've been to a first Mass. I've been to a few ordinations of, of priests and bishops, and I'm always struck by the beauty, uh, but also just um, what that experience is for that priest. Uh, take us there.
0: Yeah, it's I always I've been telling people it was crazy, you know, it was very surreal. Uh, In many ways, especially after such a long wait, seven and a half years, you're waiting for uh, ordination, you're praying for it, and then all of a sudden it's there. (laughs) And uh, so it was beautiful the morning before that morning uh, to be able to pray uh, with my classmates in the bishop's uh, home in his chapel, uh, to be able to have lunch with uh our new pastors and then waiting to go over for the ordination and uh so for me the the ordination yeah was particularly uh was powerful and just coming in like I said to see all the people uh was emotional for me to see their support, their love uh for priests <clears throat> and then to stand as we send the Gloria which was uh, so beautiful. I think during the ordination that being moved by indeed, it's the glory of God. We, the glory of God was uh, being praised that day. And so uh, that was a, that was a particular moment I remember. And then obviously laying on the floor for so long Mm. uh, to lay down my life, to ask for faith, to be a faithful priest. And then, as some people would remember from last year, we weren't able to have only a few priests were were able to lay on hands and to do the kiss of peace. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that was that was a very long moment, but such a beautiful moment. I know the the priests greatly appreciate it. That's, that's uh, so moving for them as well, and to have yeah. that about eighty priests lay on hands uh, was wow was mm-hmm. such a fraternal
2: uh, gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I remember. Uh, I remember the, the uh, uh, that ordination. Uh, it was quite a crowd. Uh, yeah, I did hear also that uh, I've never seen the cathedral so full. And so praise yeah. be to God. And uh, just thinking about your ordination, can you share with the listening audience? And if you're just joining us, we're visiting with uh, Nick Vetter, Father Nick Vetter. Excuse me. Uh, recently uh, ordained from in the Diocese of Bismarck. And uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with uh, Mark Holcraft. Uh, and uh, so, uh, Father Nick, uh, Father Nick uh, we have four minutes. And so tell us, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the different parts of your ordination, but I think what really s- uh, strikes me as a pretty awesome for you uh, being ordained is when the bishop pours the, uh, the oil, uh, on your hands, and uh, the aroma has to be incredible i'm I'm thinking can you uh, yeah can can you take take us to that moment you're
0: right it that was a amazing moment, a moment I think uh, all priests look forward to the sign uh, of the confirming of the Holy Spirit and so I put out my hands uh, and Bishop Kagan is always quite generous with the chrism. <laughs> so it put big drops on my hands. The chrism was, uh, was dripping off of my hands uh, as uh-huh. I took my maniturgium, the, the cloth that the bishop w- wipes around your hands. It's called the maniturgium. Right. Okay. And so to be able to wipe off that uh, chrism, which was literally soaked my hands, I could. it was, uh, That's just so surreal. Waking up the next morning and smelling your hands and saying, yeah, that happened. That Still smells smell the aroma from the oh chrism uh, was so beautiful that the sign of anointing uh, such a beautiful sign and to uh, have my bishop have uh, Bishop Kagan anoint my hands uh, was a, it's a beautiful sign in the church that goes back thousands of years but also uh, you had to have that reminder that smell uh, the tangible things to remind me that I'm a priest. Uh, was a great uh, moment.
1: Yeah. Well, Father, thank you. I, it, it, I don't know. I, I just one of the things I would hope for our listeners to capture is the intimacy of these moments. You know, it's it's so profound. And on one hand, you can say it's so personal, and yet, you know, if for anybody who has not had the chance to go to an ordination, a priest ordination, uh, it's so beautiful and it is so intimate, and it's. You know, as someone who has gone, you feel like you're being invited in to something that's very personal, but not just personal for you. It has its own, uh, just how the Holy Spirit moves in the hearts of those who are there watching. You know, so uh, I I agree with Mike. I think Mike early on said thank you for your yes to the priesthood. Um, I just, I agree and I share in that sentiment. Thank you for your yes to the priesthood. Uh, We only have uh, just a short time before our break. Uh, Father, if there's any any final thoughts you would like to share in regards to uh, just being new to the priesthood.
0: Yeah, well, gentlemen, thank you for having me on and to the whole listening audience. What I would leave with is what uh, I experienced then after being ordained a priest, and that was being able to stand by the bishop and my other classmates and with the priest. At one moment before, just being a man, a man who says, could say some words and nothing happens to bread and wine. And then a few moments later, to be able to stand there and say the words and consecrate the Eucharist, the life-saving sacrament of our faith, Jesus Christ himself. Tremendously moving moment, uh, which is still, uh, amazing to see every, every morning, every day when I have mass, the same gift is happening. The same actions happening through Christ in this church, and I'm just the instrument. But the beauty of God being able to do work in such a simple way with men who are just who are men with their own gifts and their own faults, and so God works so simply and so generously uh, in us and for us. And uh, what a gift that is. Uh, something I'm still processing and something I'm still uh, I'm so
1: tremendously grateful for. And so thank you for all your support. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I I didn't mean to cut you off. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking time with us this morning. Uh, And just a reminder, uh, before we go into the break, one of the reasons we're all gathered here today, we'll be speaking with one of our seminarians in our next segment. Uh, Father Nick Vetter, thank you for your time. God bless you. And stay with us to listen to Seminary Grant